Vav Cheshvan, Erle Vav Cheshvan, Pashas Lech Lecha. Lech Lecha, Mearetzecha, Melaretzecha, Mebeisavicha, Laretzecha, Sharerecha. Go, travel. Where to? To do what? Why from here and how far do I have to go? Maybe she doesn't tell anything to Abraham. It's a very, very fundamental test on Avram's actual faith in Hashem. Where Hashem tells him, go, and I will show you where you're going to stop. But not just go. Leave everything behind. Leave whatever you have, whatever you've had, whatever you've been taught, whatever you stood for, whatever you've forged with throughout, and leave it behind. We wish Iran a safe trip tonight to Israel. His father of Shalema. case of a son journeying to his father to help his father. Also, we look at the date. It's the week that culminates, the work week. Six days a week you must work. And the work week finishes on Zayin Cheshven. Zayin Cheshven, a day which Klal Yisrael gets separated. A major segregation, and that would definitely correct that word, is made between Bnei Yisrael that live in Eretz Yisrael and the Bnei Yisrael that live in Chutz Laretz. As we also have discussed many times, the Rebbe brings down from the Zayar that Shabbos is Minem is Yemen. Shabbos is a day that all the days are blessed. All the days of the week are blessed from Shabbos. In what way are they blessed? And we've discussed many a time whether it means all the days of the week that lead up into Shabbos, meaning the Sunday, the Monday, the Tuesday that get to Shabbos, or is it Hayyemimrishin by Shabbos, therefore the days leading to Shabbos, or is it the days that are after Shabbos? Like we see Shabbos Mevarchem HaChedesh, that the Shabbos before Ishchedesh, we bench the month. So that day benches the month that is coming, blesses the forthcoming month. Hence we see that Shabbos has a twofold service. 
it blesses the month, the week that comes into it, and also blesses the week that goes out of it. Although, on Friday night, we make the Kiddush, which tells us, Yem HaShishi, and therefore we are now the sixth day going into the seventh, Kivay Shavas, for he rested from all his work. And on Matzai Shabbos we make Havdallah. Havdallah literally meaning separation. Hence that would be a separation between Shabbos and the forthcoming week. But as the Zayah says, Mizbarach all days are blessed from Shabbos. The holy, holy, beautiful Shabbos. And therefore, we take a peek into the week of the next week as well, and we see the date of Yer Aleph Marcheshvind upon us. A day which exudes the power of prayer. We are hoping to op- organize Mietzchem this coming Monday night in the Eil, a hopefully substantial-sized group of women and girls that will come to Davin at the Eil, being the eve of Yir Aleph Marcheshvan. Yir Aleph Marcheshvan, the eleventh day of the month of Cheshvan, marks the yard site of Rachel Imenu. And we know only Rachel is told after she prays to God, after she beseeches from God to save her children, only Rachel Imenu is told from our forefathers and mothers, from our patriarchs and matriarchs, only Rachel is given the answer by God Almighty Himself. Yesh sachar lefulaseich v'shavu banim ligvulam. There is great reward in what you have done, and in its merit, your children will be returned within their boundaries, will be brought back to the Holy Land of Eretz Yisrael. Mirat Hashem will hopefully elaborate on it this evening yet, but Mirat Hashem, another Monday night, will definitely elaborate on this concept. Zayin Marcheshim, we said before, is a day that Klal Yisrael is separated. Quite a profound statement. And quite a uh, scary statement. Separated? It's a horrific word to use. It's a horrific concept to face. Do we want to be separated? Amech kulam tzadikim? I say, Hareini mekabel alai ve'ahavta l'reacha kamecha Being a mitzvah sasei atera, I accept upon myself to love my fellow Jew. 
and it's brought down from let's still quote it so we do it properly we don't want to misquote which Rebbe it comes from the fact that when two Jews come together the outcome should be something good for a third Jew The Friedrich Rebbe said, whenever two Jews meet, something good should result for a third. This is also based on what the Rebbe Rashab says. On the Pasuk, Lech Lecha Me'artzecha, Me'laratcha, Be'savicha, Me'laratcha, Sharecha, Go from your land, from your birthplace, from your father's house, to the land that I will show you. And the Rebbe Rashab says, that from the time that God said to our father, Avram Avinu, Go from your land, and Avram went on journeying southward, began the process of Birurim, which we're going to explain soon. The extraction of the sparks of holiness that was scattered throughout the universe and buried within the material existence. And this is a decree from the Divine Presence Himself that man should wander from place to place. And the famous story of the Rebbe Rashab himself in 1917, in November, in the middle of the conflict and the fighting between the Bolsheviks and the white forces, the Rebbe Rashab ended up stuck in Moscow. He couldn't return home to Rostov and he couldn't continue his journey to Petersburg. And he was stuck there. The Fala Khan says that his parents were the ones that prepared the food for the Rebbe. He stayed in his lodgings. It's dangerous to go outside. Rafael Khan says how he and his brothers and siblings would bring the food to the Rebbe and with bullets passing their ears and over their heads. One time he heard the Rebbe saying, I set out for Petersburg but remain in Moscow. There must be something to it. There must be a mission for me to do here. And the Rebbe turned to Father Khan and he said, Get together the wealthy chassidim in Moscow. And the Rebbe proceeded to enumerate which chassidim he wanted to come. Some were called on the phones while the phones are still working. And the rest of Father Khan went from door to door to get. get these people together and when they all came together the Rebbe Rashab said to them throughout the battles now throughout these revolutions 
Many Jews are left homeless, refugees. They're stranded throughout Europe and Russia. In displaced areas, the Jews never reached. And they find themselves without the essentials that Jew needs. No svarim, nothing to learn from, nothing to daven from. The Rebbe said it's time to establish a printing company. The Rebbe said he's selling shares in this printing company for a thousand ruble a share. And everyone here should buy at least whatever shares they think they can afford. And that day the money was raised for the entire press, the entire printing company. And the Rebbe called it Ezra Press. At that point the Rebbe published the first, when he returned to Rastov, he set up the company, and they printed the first Siddur, first Tiyas Hashem Siddur. So we see therefore that when we travel, we don't know why we're traveling, why we're going, where we're going to end up, and what we have to do. But when we get to whatever place it might be, whatever our destiny is, one must see to it that they do and accomplish what they have to accomplish in that part of the world. It was discussed that Chetay Tzadas, the sin of other Marishan, served different repentance forms, different levels of repentance, different people that repented in different generations that did Tshuva for the Chet. We discussed that Neach was amongst those that brought down what had to be brought down. But now we come into Pasha's Lech Lecha, we find that Avram Avinu, who sets out on his journey to leave his homeland as a preparation to go into the Holy Land, a preparation for the holiest of holy moments in his life, and who's behind him but Lloyd? Time in history. The Gleich Vertel. The joke is told in my family. Of the human fly that decided to scale, scale a skyscraper. And there was an entire cr- a big crowd in front of the skyscraper. And it was quite a uh, exhibition. And the human fly, as he may call himself, was dressed in a, a uniform so he should look like he fits the part. And as the human fly is about to begin scaling, they cordoned off the entire area. And people could only watch from the distance. But you can't miss it, it's a skyscraper, and you see a human being climbing up. And a drunkard approaches him, and says to him, Hey, mister in the funny suit, what you gonna do? And the human fly says, I'm a human fly, and I'm going to scale this wall. 
And the drunkard looks up at the wall, looks up at the building, takes a gulp, gulp, hundred stories up. He says, okay, whatever you do, I do. I'm right behind you. The human fly was quite insulted. Here he's doing this tremendous feat, and he's going to be made famous. And here this drunkard, belligerent drunkard comes along, and has the audacity to to step on his toes, so we say, and to to get in on the act, as they say in America. But the human fly knew of his own powers, knew the art of scaling a building and doubted very much that this belligerent junk, drunk could follow suit. Hence, the human fly proceeded to scale the wall and he goes up 15 floors and to show everybody everybody knows when you're climbing a height the story that's a mosaic the beauty of telling a story is when you tell a story in the middle of the story and the mosaic was a little boy There was a tree that everybody tried to climb. And everybody got halfway up and they climbed down again. Came in some turn, he climbed all the way up. They asked him, how to do it? Why you differently than everybody else? Everybody else got halfway and they went back down. Sedek answered everybody else when they scaled it they started climbing the tree they looked down to see how far they got they got frightened and they retreated they lowered themselves I as I climbed the tree looked up and see how far I have to get Therefore, since I had a goal to reach, I didn't stop. So it's known that a person is going to climb to a height. A person doesn't look behind, doesn't look down. Because looking down only causes the person, throws fear into the person, and causes the person to descend. But here the human fly was going to prove a point. That he's not scared even to look down and here perched 15 stories up in the air. He took turns and he looks down to see the crowd and to show the crowd, look, I'm looking at you. And as he does it, he sees right behind him the drunk. And the drunk says, 
Whatever you do, I do. I'm right behind you. And the human fly keeps going. And another 20 stories, and he turns around, and there's the drunk. Whatever you do, I do. I'm right behind you. Another 30 stories, and each time he turns around, and there's the drunk right behind him going, I'm right behind you. Whatever you do, I do. And finally, the human fly gets to the top to the roof, and he jumps onto the roof. And lo and behold, right behind him is the drunk. The drunk looks down at the hundred floors, and the human fly is looking down, standing, excuse me, on the rooftop, soaking in the glory, the grand applause of the people, when suddenly, the drunk says to him, Hey, mister in the funny clothes, what you going to do next? And the human fly brazenly turns to him and says, I'm going to now jump off the roof. I'm a human fly. I have nothing to fear. Needless to say, now the drunk sobered a little. And that is a little bit out of hand. But, a deal is a deal. Whatever you do, I do. I'm right behind you. And lo and behold, the human fly jumps off. And a minute, a half a minute later, the drunk jumps. Halfway down, the human fly opens a little parachute and starts to float his way down. And the drunk, who didn't have a parachute, of course, flew right past him. And as he flies past him, he looks up and he says to the human fly, Chicken! Whatever you do, I do. I'm right behind you. Light says to Avram Avinu, whatever you do, I do. I'm right behind you. Avram, you're going, I'm going with you. Because there's a mighty kakasha here. A phenomenal, astronomical question. Avram Avinu is barking on a mission that, embarking, excuse me. Yeah, barking. Embarking on a mission. Uh, the ultimate mission of going to the Holy Land that's its own. Who's going with him late? We know the whole issues that he has throughout the parasha with late. The back and forth sikhsuch. Until so much so that he tells late, we are parting ways. Parting ways in such a way, I go right, you go left, I go left, you go right. Don't go in the same direction. Even. I want to go in the total opposite direction wherever you think you're going. <laughs> and therefore, we have this question. What was he thinking by taking a with him? Hashem tells him, go. He doesn't tell him, take anybody with you. And besides, Leit is his relative. And Leit is his relative. And Hashem's telling him, go away from your family, from your father's household. How, how could he take? By taking Uncle Leit. He won't be so homesick. 
we can almost, God forbid, compare it to a person that tables in a mikveh with a sheretz in his hand. With an impure thing, impure thing in his hand. So immediately when he emerges from the water and holding on to this thing, he becomes impure again. And we can't say that when did this whole mitzvah come by, come in place? Only when Avram got rid of light. Because the mitzvah starts from when God commanded him. And everything that God commanded Avram, Avram did immediately. Vayamayar Avram, Vayashkim Avram. Everything was done quickly. Velabokarot Avram. He was no slouch. He was no lazy person. So then why is Avram, why would Avram wait to, to complete the mitzvah, the command of Lech Lecha Me'artzecha? When he gets rid of light. Immediately when God commanded him, he did a mitzvah. But let's look at the words, examine the words. Vayelech itay loit. Loit went with him. Not Avram took loit with him. Loit followed him. It happened automatically. The Bosak tells us, Avram went, and loit went. I'm right behind you, whatever you do, I do. So it's not that Avram took him, but the rather he followed. We revert now to the mission of Avram in the world. We know in the first Maimah of the Rebbe, the Maimah Basi Lagani, Avram is the first stage, the first slav that brought down the Shrina back to the earth. And therefore his mission here was to do just that. And we learned different my modern of the Rebbe. Why Lech Lecha is repeated Lech Lecha. What is the double Lushen? The Balaturim tells us Lech Lecha is Gematria 100. Lamed is 30. Chaf is 20, is 50. And the Chaf is the same word. God tells Avram Vinu, when will you reach your mission? When will you accomplish your mission in this world? At the age of 100. We see therefore, a very integral part of one's life is to marry and to have children. Sometimes we look back in retrospect and we say 
children wasn't one enough. Do we have to have so many? Just got a message. Very interesting text messages you get during this year. If you think you've had a bad day, one of the Chilean miners just realized he never clocked in. Yeah, so he's been... <laughs> he never, he's not getting paid for all these weeks because he wasn't... Uh, he didn't clock in until they wanted to go to work. Did they take him out? Maybe just brought out. Oh, well, then that's good. At least they took him out. And so you didn't clock in. You're not really down there. But it's time card. It's time card. It's not stamped. Anyway. <laughs> Mr. Fell that asked wants to be put in a cave for 10 years with all the cigarettes that he could possibly get his hands on. They locked him in the cave thousands and thousands of cigarettes and ten years later they open the cave and comes out and says anybody got a match? So although one of our normal regular participants this year is not here not feeling well she feel better for Shlema that was his input in tonight's year but the miner did not have his uh, timer clocked in Lech Lecha, therefore, is a hundred. Says Hashem to, to Avram Avinu, You will become, when will it become for you, when you come to fruition in the world? At the age of a hundred, when you will be blessed with a child. For as long as someone doesn't have the child, life is worthless. Therefore, on Pasha's Lech Lecha, it's only apropos to bless, to bench everyone with their proper zivik, and they should all have Zara Chayva Kayama. Nobody should ever go through any pain of barrenness. And anyone that has has been going through it should be granted by Hashem the special bracha as is mentioned in this, the bracha in this week's parsha. And they should be blessed that Yom Gizunta children they should start, they should hear from tonight. So we see therefore the halichas, the travel of Avram Avinu was twofold. Lech lecho. Besides just being the engine of a, the Indian of a hundred, where his life would then start, it is going mamaila lamata lamata lamaila. There are times where a person must strive to achieve, to bring things down into this world. And there are times where one must strive to 
elevate from this world to the world above. So since the Torah tells us, testifies, testimony, literal testimony, Avram went exactly the way the Ebshah told him to go, with any qualms, no, no backward glance. And Lot went with him. Avram was not culpable of, in any which way, compromising the command of Hashem. And therefore, <coughs> we can tie in even the journey of light with Avram, where Avram had to elevate the sparks that had to come with him. we understand the two in Yonam in the service of Salikim. Through their work, through their Aveda, Abirurim, of elevating the Nitzutzim that fell, the sparks that fell, they caused tremendous, tremendous <coughs> unions in all the spiritual realms, highest realms of heaven. Thank you. That's what's hinted in the Lech Lecha of the going from the Mata the Maila and from the Mata the the Mata. It's a beautiful sefer called Yede Bina. And he says on the Posik Vayelech Avram and Vayelech Ite Late that Avram went and Late went with him. This was the main point of the Kiyam Amitzah. That Hashem commands Avram Avinu. This is what's called, according to Zayar, Zivug V'yichud Zun. Bringing together totally the concept of Zayar Ampin. Which is, bringing together Yisaid with Malchus. Foundation of the ten attributes, the attribute of foundation with the attribute of of kingship. And he explains, what is Vayelech? How does one go? One goes with their feet. When one goes with their feet, feet are the lowest part of the body, and this is, this is the concept of, Yisa- of Said. The Bechinis of Netzach and Haid are always bound together with Yisaid. Where does the Yisaid go? Because the Said is going, so therefore everything else is going. Avram is gematria netzach heid yisaid. So therefore, vayelech Avram, netzach heid and yisaid went. And he continues to say, vayelech iteleit is the sparks of malchus, which come from the beginnings of malchus based David that go out of it. 
And that's therefore how we connect the whole concept of Zun, of Yisrael with Malchus. So what was the idea of late going together with Avram? The bringing together of Netzach, Heid Yisrael and Malchus. Like it's explained before, we explained it by Noyach as well, the same concept. <coughs> that Avram's travel was going Mimailamata. Another thing. That's why he always went south. We find in a safer called Erlameir. Also explaining the Pasuklechamiatzacha. To bring up everything from the old, from all the lands, and he explains as follows: the names Avram, Light, Avram and Light, is gematria is the numerical value two hundred and eighty-eight, which is a hint of the Rapach Nitzutzik Dusha, the two hundred and eighty-eight sparks of Kedusha that needed to be elevated. And therefore, when he says "Vayaver Avram Ba'aretz," Vayaver, the word Vayaver Vov Yud Ayin Veisreish can be broken up into different parts. You divide the word. Sometimes you scramble the word. So we take the word Vayaver and we split it to the word Ayin Beis and Reish Yud Vov. Ayin Beis is the numerical value of the word Chesed. And Reishir Vav is Gematriya Gvura. And therefore within Vayavar, we have the Chesed and the Gvura. And these five, we spoke months before Reishir about the five Chesedim and the five Gvuras. Because five times Chesed and Gvura comes out to a thousand four hundred and forty. A thousand four hundred and forty is Aleph Mem, Sof, Emes. What does Emes show us? Emes shows us truth. Shows us the foundation and fundamental of everything that goes on in the world. So when the Postic says, Vayaver Avram Baaretz, it's a hint to the beginning, to the concept of Emes. We know from the Postic it says, Emes Me'eretz Titzmach. The word Emes will grow from the land. And this, of course, is the hint to the ultimate redemption. Because we take the word MS, Aleph, Mem, Sof. Aleph stands for Aleph, a thousand. Mem stands for Messiah, which is 200. And Sof stands for Tishim, which is 90. Which, according to the times of Daniel, 1,290 was when Rashiach would come. The word Emes also ties itself with the word Eretz, and this is a magnificent connection. Emes is Aleph Mem Sof, Eretz is Aleph Reish Sof, it's Aleph Reish Sadik. The Aleph, the first letter of each word, they coincide. Mem stands for, as we said before, Masayim, which is 200. Reish is 200, from the Reish from Eretz. And the Sof, we said before, from Emes is Tishim. And the last letter of Eretz is Tzadik, which is 90.
And therefore we find Emes and Eretz, the entire concept of the land, of the ultimate redemption, of going into the holy land of Eretz Israel, is through Emes. Come down a little more down to earth. Let's look at the Pasha itself. Before we do so, we need to elaborate on what we said before about Zayin Marcheshun causing a period, causing a separation in Kali Yisrael. And how is it that it does so? And in what way does it really unite Kali Yisrael? On Zion Macheshun, the Jews in Eretz Yisrael begin to say the same Talamotel of Racha in Shemir Esrei. In the Chutz Laretz, it's either December 4th or December 5th at night. Therefore, from Zion Cheshun until December, Achenu B'nai Yisrael and Atzein HaGdesha will be saying the same Talamotel of Racha. And we in Chutzlaretz are saying the same bracha. A tremendous, tremendous period and yet such a beautiful unity. Because both are asking for the blessing. Both are asking for the word bracha. Eretz Yisrael is in dire need this year of tremendous brachas of rain. They are predicting a terrible, terrible drought of Rechman al-Atzlan. It's no bracha in it for the world and it's a cell that doesn't rain in its season. But we see Zion Cheshvan causes this separation amongst the Jews. And if someone is in that cell, Zion Cheshvan on, they have to start saying the same Talmata. Even if they're returning to Chutzlaretz. The shayt is different shayt of chuvas. Correspondence that are written. If there are a lot of daven for the yom, and the chutzlaretz afterwards, because they say Saint Talmata, and the ultimate um, psak is if a person davens for the yom in such a predicament, when they say the shtulos shemnesa, they say Saint Talmata. When they say chazal sashat, they say according to the meaning. Which was the same bracha. So it's tremendous period. It's tremendous separation. How can we see beauty? What way do we see beauty in this thing? Why in Eretzel do they wait till Zion Cheshvan? The reason for waiting till Zion Cheshvan is because according to the calculations that the Chacham made, the Yidin who are Eilerregel who came to Yerushalayim, to the base of Amidosh, which should be built, rebuilt speedily tonight. And they came for the Chag Sukkis and traveled home after Sukkis. The Jew that lived the furthest away from Yerushalayim and walked home 
would arrive home by Zion Cheshvan. And therefore, since we don't want him to get stuck in the rain, we don't want him to be discomforted on his way home, we don't pray for rain until Zion Cheshvan. Whereas we bench Geshem on Shemini Atzeres, and we already say Mashavaruach Amelad Geshem, we don't say the Saint Talamata because we don't want to douse, we don't want to wet our fellow Jew. And therefore, in the same period, there's this tremendous actus, tremendous unity that the entire Klal Yisrael and that Yisrael waits. So that a fellow Jew should not be hurt. And this goes back to what we said before. The Friedrich Rebbe said that if two Jews get together and talk and discuss, the outcome should be something good for a third Jew. I read a story this week about the Friedrich Rebbe. Story about Friedrich Rebbe and his journey. He traveled from Europe. Famous trip to Israel. And from there he went to see the Chenebrae Saw in America. The story of the Beaker Chicago. And Friedrich Rebbe, in journey and route from Israel to America, fell very ill, fell deathly ill. He had issues with his kidneys. There was a doctor on the ship. He wasn't a stomach doctor. This doctor went to Israel because he went to found the hospital. He founded the Adasa Hospital with one solo intent to help to heal Jews. This man was so involved in his mission, so gung ho in his mission, that he never even married. Because his whole mission was to help heal Jews. This doctor was on the ship, and being on the ship, he was immediately summoned, and he immediately treated the Friedrich Rebbe, and with the help of God, was merited to heal the Rebbe. Tremendous thing. A day or so later, The Rebbe was well, recuperating. The doctor came to the Rebbe. Allow me to explain to you at this point, this juncture, a very interesting concept. When a person does Rahman al-San Naveda, a sin, a person has to repent, has to do tshuva. In tshuva, 
There are many different levels. Sometimes the very righteous don't just want to do tshuva. It's not enough. They need a tikkun. Famous story with the Yidna. Ah, the glory of telling stories in the middle of stories. Twice tonight, yeah. The famous Yidna. A woman came to the Rav of the town and said, Rebbe, I am full of remorse. What have you done? I spoke Lashon Hara. My children, I won't talk again Lashon Hara, but please, Rebbe, give me a ticket to fix this. The Rebbe looked at her and said to her, go to the market and buy a chicken. Bring the chicken to the Sheikhet. After the Sheikh has checked the chicken, bring me the chicken. But I must tell you, I am highly allergic to feathers. I need from you, very importantly, on your way here from the butcher, from the Sheikh, to pluck that chicken clean. If there's any feathers on it, I'll, I'll, I'll have a terrible reaction. Needless to say, the woman felt that I was giving her such a chicken. Pachaja, similar to a sacrifice in the Holy Temple. Immediately she purchased the biggest chicken she could find. She ran to the sheikh and had the sheikh slaughter it and proceeded to flick the chicken. It was winter, a nice winter, windy day. And she arrives back to the road with the cleanest chicken you've ever seen. And she comes to the road and she says, Rabbi, here's my chicken. And then ever checks it and sees indeed there are no pinkerson, there are no even feet of the feathers. He says, wonderful, you did a perfect job. Thank you for not endangering me. Rebbe, now what? And he thinks a second, he says, now I want you to go and collect all the feathers. She bursts out crying and says, Rebbe, it's a windy day. The feathers, they could be in two towns away from here already. The Rebbe looks at her and says, so too is Lashon Hara. Once Lashon Hara goes out of your mouth, it's like the feathers in the wind. So where she asked for a ticket, the Rebbe didn't find one for her. This man, though, all of a sudden, the doctor, appears by the door of the Friedrich Rebbe, <coughs> And with a tremendous trepidation and tears in his eyes, he asked the Rebbe for a tikkun. The Rebbe was mesmerized. A special Jew like you, with such a magnificent mission in life to help and heal Jews. What could you have possibly done that you need a tikkun for? And he said, Rebbe, I had to journey on this trip. The Rebbe wanted to journey on a trip. 
the fact that I was put on this ship was to heal the Rebbe. In other words, for me to complete my mission of healing the Rebbe, the Rebbe had to get sick. I therefore feel I am culpable for the Rebbe's illness. Halavai, says the Rebbe, when he repeats the story, one would understand what was going on in the mind, through the mind and heart of his doctor. When a person gives tzedakah, a person should not say, you low life, you lowliness, you run a school that's a losers and you have no money because you can't get your own money you have no money because you never invested properly you have no money I'll help you out, I'll give you stock I'm a big man, I have money no the rich man should be broken hearted the rich man should cry with bitter tears I have to give you tzedakah because you, my dear brother, was made poor. So I should be Mekayim, the midst of tzedakah. Because if everybody was rich, who would I be giving tzedakah to? This, says the Friedrich Rebbe, is the lesson of this doctor. This is also the lesson Avraham Avinu gave to each and every person that he met throughout his life. The humbleness of Avraham Avinu as he met each and every person was, I'm here, Avraham Megayeres Hanoshim, Megayeres Hanoshim. They dealt with the men and the women of the generation. And they gave the name Yitzchok, Kelshemei Yitzchak is going to be in the future. Why a future name? Why not Tzchaik? Because everybody was laughing and saying, look, Avram and Sarah, they're changing the world, they're revolutionaries, they're bringing a new light into the world, a God into the world. Ha! They're getting older, they die, who's going to continue their work? Who's going to continue their mission? It's all going to go to dust. Zak Yitzchok. In the future, everyone is going to be left in their faces. Because Yitzchak will be the continuity of Avram and Sarah. Ma zare b'chayim, afu b'chayim, just like his children are alive, so too he lives. And that is our mission in this world, in this generation. As we sit as chassidim of the Rebbe, to complete and to continue the work and the Aveda of the Rebbe, so that the Rebbe lives in our generation and we can actually feel and say that the Rebbe is living amongst us.